0: Thanks for checking out our Legacy Church podcast. We know you'll be blessed and encouraged. Now here's today's message. I want to begin by looking at Luke 8, a great story in the Bible, verse 42. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and and she touched the edge of his cloak and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. And when they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. And then he said to her, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. Today, I want to look at an aspect of this scripture that many times I think we might overlook. And that is the part that the Holy Spirit, specifically the presence of the Holy Spirit, played in this woman's life. So I want to talk about the Holy Spirit, but focus in on the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has a presence. Just like different people have a presence. You know, when a certain person is in the room, because you feel their presence. How many have even felt the presence of demonic influences, of evil, of something about to happen, you can sense it in the world of the Spirit? Well, the Holy Spirit has a presence. This passage of scripture is not just about a woman touching Jesus. It's also a story of the Holy Spirit touching this woman. She's been sick for 12 years. She's dying. And all of a sudden, she has an encounter with what? We know she touched Jesus, but Jesus speaks about something else. He says, power has left me. Who is that power? What is that power? Acts 1.8 tells us, says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So this woman went from being considered unclean by the religious because she was bleeding and, and they would consider a woman like that cursed by God. So she was rejected by religion she was rejected by society because she probably was very impoverished, that she spent all she had to get well and no one could heal her. And so here's a woman who was completely an outcast, and Jesus asked, Who touched me? But let me say this Jesus asked, Who touched me? But the Holy Spirit was already at work. The Holy Spirit was always, already at work. Jesus asked who touched me, but the Holy Spirit was already at work. See, the Holy Spirit is the one who's working on you to get you to Jesus. To get you to a place where Jesus knows you and you know him. Who leads you to Jesus? It's the Holy Spirit. Who changes you? It's the Holy Spirit. It's interesting that the Bible says she was trembling. And I was thinking about this because many times we look at this passage of Scripture and we say, oh, she must have been trembling in fear. But it doesn't say that, she was trembling. Do you know many times when the Holy Spirit's presence comes upon you, there's a trembling? How many have felt the trembling of the Lord? How many have felt the presence of the Lord where you you feel, you sense something is happening? Sometimes it's an overwhelming peace. Sometimes it's overwhelming joy. Sometimes it's a freedom where you just want to scream out, because the Holy Spirit is touching you. She immediately was healed, the Bible says. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We talk about Jesus, we talk about the Word, but even the Bible says the Word of God without the presence of the Holy Spirit is dead We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit has a presence. He wants to touch you. I was visiting an old friend in the hospital over the past few weeks. And he was in for, I don't know, five or six weeks. And when I first saw him, I was overtaken by the amount of weight he had lost. But as we were talking about Jesus and reminiscing about our salvation back in 1980, and and he was a single guy, I was a single guy, as we were talking about Jesus, the presence of the Holy Spirit just came in that room. And I started feeling the presence so heavy that I had to keep wiping tears away as we spoke about Jesus. And at that moment, as I left the hospital, God started speaking to me and reminding me of the importance of the presence of the Holy Spirit. And God started speaking to me about that. It's the Holy Spirit's presence that changes you. It's the Holy Spirit's presence that keeps you close to Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit's presence that keeps you from backsliding. It's the Holy Spirit's presence that reminds you that God loves you all the time. He's always with you, he loves you, he wants to be your helper, he wants to be your friend. It's it's the presence of the Holy Spirit And sad to say, there's so many people, even in churches, that don't know the presence of the Holy Spirit. We cannot live without the Holy Spirit. The Bible says he is living waters. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need to understand that he has a presence. And we have to know it and desire it in our lives. And God started talking to me. And I tell you, when God starts talking, it, it is like revelation that starts awakening you. And he starts talking to me about before I got saved. And, it, and you know, my testimony, when I, I wasn't saved, I was an a unbelieving sinner. And the Lord appeared to me in a dream, but before I saw Jesus... In a dream, I was in the presence of white clouds and there was no one there, just white clouds in me. And the Lord saw speaking to me and saying, what happened, Ron? And I remembered that I was in a presence. It was the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I was hanging my head in shame because the, just his presence alone caused me to realize that I was a sinner it caused me to awaken to the reality of heaven and hell. No words would be being spoken. Jesus wasn't there, it was the presence of the Holy Spirit. God reminded me of the presence and how it awakened my spirit. And then out of the presence, all of a sudden, I can see Jesus. And the Lord said to me, run, The reason why you saw Jesus in your dream was because the presence of the Holy Spirit opened your eyes to Jesus. Without the Holy Spirit, without the presence, without experiencing the presence, Jesus is just another religious obligation, duty, a statue, a Bible on your coffee table. And God started talking to me about that, how my eyes were opened to Jesus because of the presence that was upon me. See, Jesus dies for your salvation, but salvation only comes when you are touched by the presence of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus said you must be born of the Spirit. And this is something you cannot ascend to intellectually. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit. It's a crying to God from deep within you. Lord, I need to know you. I need to know you. I need to know you. And that's when the presence comes and you're calling to God and he touches you. And you can see Jesus for who he really is. And you can see yourself for who you truly are. It's the Holy Spirit that causes you to search for God. It's the Holy Spirit that causes you to be drawn to church. It's the Holy Spirit that leads you into a new life with Christ. But it's the presence of the Holy Spirit that activates your faith. It's not just words spoken from a pulpit. Many people here come and hear words, come and go. And the reason why they come and go it's because they weren't touched by the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. I was reminded in that hospital room as we were talking and reminiscing about our salvation experience and coming to church. and I was reminded that my sister who saw me, my life changed from being on this side with the devil, the joining the right team with gone. She finally got convinced to come visit the church. And so I invited her to the church, and my sister always had migraines, migraines every day. As she's in the church in the worship service, she feels a hand on her head. She came to church with the migraine and feels a hand on her head and she turns around to see who's touching me and there was no one there and all of a sudden she was healed instantaneously miraculously from that day on she never got migraines again what was who was she touched by the holy spirit did anyone pray for her no did she hear the gospel preached yet no she was touched by the holy spirit and my sister was changed forever i was reminded of my older son who grew up in a great house I think it's a great house my wife and I live there (laughs) a believing house good parents in a great church great youth group but yet was in a stage of rebellion And you know parents, your children need to get saved too They need to get saved too. And so he was going through a tough time, and we fasted and prayed for him, fasted and prayed for him, fasted and prayed. And we forced him to go to a youth conference. Parents, there's some things you force your kids to do, like going to church, going to youth group. They're kids, you parent them. And so we forced them, and we prayed and fasted. And what happened? He was touched by the presence of the Holy Spirit. At midnight, I get a call and said, Pastor Ron, listen to this. And I hear a young boy speaking wildly in tongues. I said, that's your son. He's been on the floor for two hours speaking in tongues. He was touched by the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can have good parents, you can have a great church, great youth group, but we need the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit. A Couple weeks ago, I had family visiting from, from Italy and I was sitting at the table with my cousin late at night and I started talking to him about Jesus, about our need for Jesus and salvation And as I started talking, I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit just come. Just come over me and in the room. Everyone else had gone to bed. And I felt the presence of the Holy Spirit. And as I'm talking, I see his eyes watering up. I see my eyes watering up, because why? The presence of the Holy Spirit was there. And I knew at that moment, because the presence of the Holy Spirit is there, that he would accept Christ. And I asked him, would you want to receive Jesus right now? And he said, yes. And we prayed, we prayed, and we melted under the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I think, you know, sometimes say, Lord, we need your presence to be able to be who we're called to be, to bring salvation to the lost, and so forth. But then, you know, sometimes the Lord will say, well, why don't you do what you're supposed to do, and I'll give you my presence. Witness. People say, I, I want to be anointed. I need the anointing. The Lord says, I'll give you the anointing. Just do what you're supposed to do. Witness to this person. Invite them to church. Talk to, G- talk to people about what God's done for you, and you'll feel the presence of the Holy Spirit come. So it works both ways. Amen. See, this woman did not let the crowd of life, religion, stop her from getting to God's presence. She was different than the crowd. Many people were touching Jesus, but she was different. She was desperate. She was desperate. We don't ever want to be part of a Christian crowd Without longing for the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because it's moments. It's moments in his presence. Where everything changes. It changed. It's moments in his presence that we're changed. Because most of us know what is right and what is wrong. Most of us know what it means to live a Christian life, but it's the presence of the Holy Spirit that equips you, empowers you to live the life that God's called you to live. It's the presence of the Holy Spirit that fulfills your destiny on earth, that gives you the life that God has promised us in his word, a a full, abundant life See, when I was in the hospital talking to my old friend, I didn't realize that he would die two days after my last visit. I didn't expect it. I was believing for a miracle, for healing. I didn't realize he was gonna die. Honestly, he was so filled with life. He was so close to the Lord But Jesus knew he was going to leave. And I thought about that and said, I think that's why the presence of the Holy Spirit was so strong in that room. God was preparing him for heaven. See, the Holy Spirit was so close to him because he was so close to God. He was drawing closer and closer to God because life had stopped and eternity was right at the door. But God wants us to draw close to him every day. God wants our church services to be filled with the presence of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says you have not because you ask not. I want us to be a people that call upon the Holy Spirit. We need to be a people desperate for God that presses through the crowd. I want to ask the music ministry to come forward. When Noah released the dove from the ark... The Bible says that the the dove had no place to land. So Noah releases the dove from the ark. Really, the dove was the Holy Spirit. And we see the same imagery when the dove came upon Jesus, right? When he was baptized. And the Bible says he had no place to land. So he came back to Noah know why he came back to Noah? Because Noah knew how to host the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will visit those who welcome him. The Holy Spirit will visit like this lady, those who are desperate for him. The Holy Spirit will visit those who are hungry for change, hungry for deliverance, hungry for revival hungry to be changed by God, to be empowered by God. The Holy Spirit will visit those who are tired of just living day by day without the power of the Holy Spirit, without his power. The Holy Spirit will visit those who welcome him. In 2 Chronicles 5, 13, it says, then the temple of the Lord was filled with the cloud and the priests could not perform their service because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the temple. This was a time when Solomon was dedicating the temple. And the Bible says that as the people and the priests began to worship, the presence of the Holy Ghost comes. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. It helps so much. For more content with Legacy and to connect with us, go to LegacyChurchRI.com. The best is yet to come.